Welcome to Marty's Music Kitchen, the fun music and food podcast where anything can happen. We're taking the stage today with the fabulous musical theater duo of Meredith K. Clark and Susanna Mars. With tributes to Barbara Streisand and Judy Garland, they're the hosts of the Hotel Deluxe's Supper Club, which regularly sells out at the Hotel Deluxe in downtown Portland. We're meeting Chef Juan Zaragoza, executive chef at Gracie's. His classical meets the unexpected technique has led Hotel Deluxe to numerous awards, including the 2017 Best Hotel Restaurant. So it's a pretty big deal that he's gonna show us how to make a Gracie's restaurant favorite, chicken parmesan. We're doing chicken parmesan, and we're gonna make house-made marinara sauce, and then we're gonna cook some pasta and then finish it up with a little bit of fresh basil. I just tweaked it a little bit, changed the marinara, changed some breadcrumbs, and then, um, just doing it my way versus the old way. Yeah. This is why this is a <laughs> Susanna has been called the golden girl of the Northwest musical theater scene, starring on stage, TV, and film. She sung with the Oregon Symphony and starred in her own wildly popular holiday show called Mars on Life. Meredith is perhaps best known for her outstanding role as Alphaba in the Broadway tour of Wicked. She is a multi-talented, multi-instrumentalist and performs everything from country to rock to her own recent Joni Mitchell tribute. Chef Zaragoza has a meticulous attention to detail and a true passion for food. Will these three creative women survive under his watchful eye in his kitchen? Will Susanna write a new musical about it? And will Meredith spontaneously burst into song? Come with me into this busy kitchen at the Hotel Deluxe, and let's find out. They were smart, they wore tuxes, they were classy, and they always So, hello, Chef. Hello. Hello, Susanna. Hi, Marty. Hi, Meredith. How are Hi, you? Hi, Marty. We're all doing a group hug. Welcome <laughs> wait, to the show. Wait, I miss Chef. Oh, sorry, I'm really hug. excited that you're all here today on the Marty's Music Kitchen podcast, and uh, we're kind of doing a preview of your supper club show. Um, what's the date on that? May 10th. May 10th, coming right up. So, yeah, right and where can people corner. get tickets? I'm just gonna hit the show. Sure, right they can get there. tickets at um, on the Hotel Deluxe website under signature events. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're in the Hotel Deluxe kitchen right now, and I see um, we have someone who's been helping us out. Her name's Sarah. Sarah, oh. is that wine? That could be a beautiful bottle of wine. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll just start off with a little <laughs> oh. glass. Splash for everyone. All right. So, while she's pouring, Chef, what do you have planned for us today? So, today we're going to take it to Italy, having oh, Americano, right? So, we're doing chicken parmesan. We're going to make house-made uh, marinara sauce. And then we're going to cook some pasta and then finish it up with a little bit of fresh basil. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, so, um, did you come up with this recipe? Like, is it's that actually what do? No, it's actually an or? old Mallory favorite. So, taking it back to the old Mallory days. Um, is that a, was that a hotel? This is Hotel Deluxe before it became Deluxe. Oh, so, it originated that. as a Mallory hotel mm -hmm. and then it turned into the Hotel Deluxe back in 2012. Oh. So, we've only been going strong for seven years, but it's been on the menu ever since. So I just tweaked it a little bit, changed yeah. marinara, changed some breadcrumbs, and then um, just doing it my way versus the old way. He yeah, does it 
his way. This is a musical theater episode. So, oh my gosh, this is so great. Yay! All right, so we've been handed this gorgeous glasses of wine. So uh, let's say, uh, let's hope we make it through the interview, and uh, cheers to Hotel Deluxe. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Chef, what do you have planned for us? First, let's wash your hands. How about that? Wash it in the or happy birthday twice. Happy birthday yeah. to you. Maybe you guys should practice singing. Our right. okay. hands are yeah. washed. Yeah, hands are washed. And now we're going to um, make some homemade marinara sauce. There's some matzo balls over homemade? here. Homemade? Yeah, matzo ball soup. It's on our menu. So uh, you know what? When we did the show last time, after the show, I went back and I ordered room service, and that matzo ball soup was freaking fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just it's Mm. It's so good. It's so it's uh, what we do here. Simple done well. Very yeah, just basic soup. Are we are we buttering up the chef already? <laughs> I, know. I think it's a wine speaking maybe. Buttering. I just got that. Our pastry chef got some desserts for you, ladies. So they're uh, maple date cookies um, with a maple cream cheese frosting. Wow. So, should we do this now? Now or later? Or, or I think later? you can start with them as I oh, talk. Oh maybe. my gosh. Oh, that's okay. A good idea. So these are from uh, our pastry chef. Yeah, Kate pastry. Cordes is our pastry chef here at the Deluxe. Doing all mm. everything from tea desserts to our desserts made from mm. scratch in house. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, cheers. That is so good, right? This what is am so I eating? Maple, that is so pecan, delicious. and date. Oh. A little bit wow. of oats. Mm. Cream so cheese frosting. Oh. One of my uh, favorites is maple donuts, so it kind of has, it's the whole thing just smells like maple. It's got that kind of a crispy outside with a soft center. Right. Where I can really taste the oatmeal and the combination of the maple. Wow, it's just. Is this something you can do on the menu? They're not on the menu. We well, can do them for banquets for sure. Mm -hmm. um, or if you let us know in advance, we can make these ahead of time. Can you have them before you sing a concert? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Absolutely. You know what? We're having them before we do a podcast. Yeah, or yeah. actually cook awesome. for the podcast. Oh my gosh, that's good. Perfect. Well, you guys yeah. are enjoying it. I want to go ahead and kind of walk over the tomato sauce. Okay. Oh, so, very basic recipe. Um, San Marzano tomatoes, very sweet tomatoes. Um, a lot of people look at you differently when you use a canned tomato, but if you're using good canned tomatoes, you're totally fine because it's canned when it's at a peak of the season, right? Mm. So a um, couple ingredients, nothing too fancy. Tomatoes, these are whole plum tomatoes. So stewing it kind of for three hours as grandma would do and just set the pot there. Um, we kind of sped up the process by roasting it now. So very- You dump the whole thing in there? Uh, we are, it? so roasting pan at home. Um, if you don't want to mess up your roasting pans, go get a disposable one. They cost you a buck and a quarter and you can just make the sauce because it's going to kind of get crusty on the outside. You Does know? it mess oh, up with the idea. acidity at all? or you know? No, there, there's enough acidity, plus I'm going to cut it with a little bit of sugar. Oh, okay. But I'm just, uh, for those purposes where you're like, we're making something, like yeah. lasagna for example, some people hate cleaning your pan uh -huh. for lasagna. Just buy those little disposable ones. I know it's not eco-friendly, but they help okay. Um Awesome, yeah. So all at once, I'll let you guys kind of do it as we go along. And, just pour the whole can of tomatoes in the roasting Meredith, pan. Meredith, you're up. There you go. Let's go. Oh, Susanna and Meredith oh, are together. Yeah, it's a, du a duet of tomatoes. I'm going to take a step back. Yeah, oh. oh, tomatoes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Tomato paste yep. goes all in there. Here, I'll let you guys do it, you know? I'm just going to let you guys get crazy. Should I dollop just, it all just all in there? Okay. Yeah, just oh, put the tomato paste oh, wow. on top of the tomatoes. 
you're right. It, um, we're gonna mix it here in a second, but uh, it just helps thicken your uh, tomato sauce a little bit. Got it. Um, or you're making uh, marinara, um, sorry, uh, just regular vegetable soup at home. It's, okay. It just really helps uh, thicken your soup. This is a preprocessor. Some people have a small one. Oh, um, that's we awesome. have a small little tiny guy. Um, we're gonna dump the um, garlic in there. All of it. Oh, All of it. Yeah. So you got you got one cup of garlic. So you're looking at like 30 cloves of garlic. Wow. Just, wait, wait, what's your secret to peeling garlic? By peeling garlic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you are a chef of uh, <laughs> No, a good way is to soak it in warm water and they tend to peel off. If you cut the end, they tend to peel off and you can just rub them back and forth. Okay. Right? While they're wet still? While they're still wet, you know, oh. they're kind of blanching them. Um, or you can put them in between um, two containers and then you can make kind of little maracas out of it and shake them. And then, yeah, exactly. I didn't know that. Like, you know that? Shake a martini, right? You, yeah. yeah. Um, so this goes in. Um, we're going to dice. Uh, can we quarter that one yellow onion? Yes. Just take the, um, the root end off. Yes. Watch your fingers. And then we're just, yeah, a little bit more, maybe. A little bit more. Yeah. Perfect. And then we're just going to quarter it. Okay, like right back in the middle, yeah. Yeah, no fingers in the quartering of onion. Yeah, maybe cut that in half. Yeah, maybe quarter that one too. Susanna is now quartering an onion for chef. This is so fancy. This is so awesome. There you go, easy peasy. Toss it around. Just so easy. Wow, okay, great. Just put it in the cuisinart, and that's that. That's that. And then basil goes in here. This basil poor thing grows. Just rip it right underneath the leaves. And the whole thing goes in there. Come on, put some elbow in it. That was yeah, a little elbow. Here's some more basil that oh, got smells so good. Oh, I love basil. Yeah, fresh basil. This is one of the plants that I have at home. It's oh. just you can buy them anywhere. They last great in the kitchen. So when you need basil, constant fresh, you can put it in anything. Yeah, well, and Trader Joe's actually, um, yeah. they sell the big plants every year. Mm-hmm. You know, you can buy a fresh plant every year of basil. It's we good. actually have a plant that I use for service um, that just went out on me. I had to go oh. buy another one. But yeah, it's great because you, it, basil, if you don't keep it, if you keep it cold, it bruises on you. Yes. It's supposed to be kept kind of room temperature, somewhere dark. So if you notice at the grocery store, they're always left out, out, not in the refrigerator area. It's just next to the refrigeration area. That's what wilts your basil. So that's why wow. basil plants are great. Wow. And then you can replant them forever. Awesome. So a little bit of moisture in here. So we're going to put some white wine. This Whoa. is a, a cup of white wine. No, you're not supposed to drink the wine. We have red wine for you guys to drink. We're kind of good with it. And then just. Is this dry white wine? It is a dry white wine, yeah. It's a Chablis. Um, Just a dry white wine, cooking wine. Um, If you have extra extra wine at home that you're not drinking, what can I kind of make with it? Tomato sauce. Did you just say extra wine we're not drinking? <laughs> I'm just wondering what we're doing here. Yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> and a little bit of water there, yeah. This is just standard. This is water. just, yeah, standard. So that's water. like about a cup of wine and about a cup of water. Correct, this is yeah. just like the water that singers drink. Now, this is a big can. This is around six pounds of pre cooked tomatoes. This is a number 10 can. So you're probably looking at uh, probably four little cans that you buy in the store. Okay, so wait, just so we know, at the end of this recipe, this sauce is going to cover like how, serve like how many? Like how many Parmesans are we going to be able wow, to Wow, this sauce is probably going to give you around three quarts of sauce. Um, so three jars, three tomato three jars. jars at home, oh. which is great because whatever you don't use, you mm-hmm. can freeze mm-hmm. and freeze is great. Or um, you can use it for another dinner or give it to your next door neighbor as a gift. Here's some great fresh idea. tomato yeah. sauce I just made. Maybe we should make tomato sauce for the people who come see the show on May 10th. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny little jars. Okay. And we washed our hands. All right. Can I, can I do something else? Yeah. Uh, let's sauce the, um, we're going to sprinkle the sugar over this. Is this sugar? That is sugar. Okay. Toss it in here. 
Okay. Salt and sugar, yeah. Okay. Mm. How about how much salt and sugar? Um, you got roughly um, half a cup of sugar and an okay. eighth of a cup of salt. And then what and is that's this? just oregano. So we're gonna put that an eighth smell? of a cup or two tablespoons of oregano. I love oregano. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like one of those things that really enhances. Fresh oregano is really great, but sometimes dry oregano just gives it more. It's more floral, right? Um, All right. So we're just gonna buzz this really quickly. This is so exciting because I had a hand in making this. Um, so. Oh, yeah, it's so great because you can just. <laughs> and I can put two on top of the rest of my seafood's the best in town. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> I can cook two. It's a great song. From um so every once in a while you just want to stop it and kind of give it a little stir scrape around the sides okay. um just to incorporate everything it's very thick so it's much pretty. thicker than i anticipated the onions yeah yeah there's well onions are like a natural starch so it's a natural thickener so when you're making soup did you know that i did not know uh, that idea. it just it helps almost like a potato right if you just cut onions it's going to be thick puree in a sense so it can be a thickener in any soups you uh, know one of the things that i found that i like doing because i don't i just like chopping onions mm -hmm. if i'm going to go to the trouble of chopping an onion i tend to freeze the rest of it so that I can just throw it in a soup or whatever, or yes. I'll saute onions and mushrooms together and then take that portion it, freeze it, and then put it in a soup or whatever it's all that's smart done. Yeah. Uh, my mother is a freezer for sure. She'll during harvest season or she'll get tomatoes. She she does like little you know, the snack size bags of like a salsa or tomatillos or jalapenos and she'll freeze them and uh -huh. when she needs one, you know, she'll pull it out and it's ready to go. Where so. does she live? Were you raised cooking then? Like, I was. I was always in the kitchen. My mom, my mom and dad both raised um, in Napa Valley. Uh, was born in that horrible weather. It was a horrible place. Um, you said don't move there? Don't move there. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I was raised in Napa and then uh, my parents were from Baja, California, so always oh. around food. Um, my mom was always in the kitchen cooking. Oh. The smell of... It's funny because my mom would look go to work but then she would make breakfast lunch and dinner so she had all three meals going at the same time oh. so she had everything ready for us as kids wow. um okay. but so you got, got, you got yeah. that, the we restaurant really style cooking like right off the bat oh yeah so i was always cooking um pancakes were like my first little thing i cooked um oh. as a kid i was probably you know really um, you cooked pancakes okay well, i'm impressed yeah i'm very, super impressed come this on is it's a mensa here yeah. what um, did you say earlier zaragoza zaragoza yeah okay i um, got it now right yeah banana pancake and then i got fancy and i started adding bananas to it that was like oh, that's that my favorite that that caramelized banana oh yeah mm -hmm. so good um, oh, okay so, so you, you waited till you're like four to add the flame and yeah. the flaming bananas <laughs> you no know, i have it yeah that was probably yeah probably five or six no, I'm <laughs> looking at each other like, whoa. Because right. like, this takes an hour and a half. I want to get it in the oven so then we can start doing some other okay, things. Yeah, okay, yeah, good plan. So this is something you can pre-make. So Meredith you just kind of want to do it. And then be careful of the blade. I always you just can't take the blade out and then kind Meredith, of... Meredith, you're doing this like you actually cook at home, do you? I do cook at home. She does. What do you... Do you like cooking extra healthy stuff for your kids and, um, or what? I try to. I try to um, find ways to, you know, cook healthy for them, but... Those are the Pasta best ones. Really, do you dollars? I do. I have a six and a three-year-old. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, sorry, three and a half-year-old. So, oh, oh yeah, they they have the half counts. The half My counts. kids would absolutely love chicken parmesan, though, so I'm really happy to learn how to make it because oh. they love chicken nuggets or any kind oh. of breaded chicken. And how yeah. old are they? They're four and two. Oh my 
my gosh, we could yeah. just like get together and have a big family. Right? <laughs> my kids are 25 and 19, yeah. but I still make them meals when they're around. Oh, I just yeah. I love cooking for them. Oh, that's I so great. Loved it. And so, so you you cooked for the kids when they were growing up. Too. Oh yeah, I was cuckoo about it. Did I you sing it. in the kitchen too? Like where you're Oh no, no, I'm not allowed to sing. You never can sing for your kids. They, Meredith and I have the same issue. We're in the garden. Mom. Stop it. Stop it, Mom. Stop it. Oh. Stop it, Mom. It's too loud, Mom. Sorry. It's my my seven-year-old wants to be a performer. I want to send you my way. Uh, yeah. 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 Definitely so, the right person. So at first, I threw it in Chucky, and the reason we're putting in the Rebuku is so everything kind of breaks up. Yeah. Um, so give it a quick stir, kind of incorporate Here, that I'll, little I'll take over stirring. A quick stir. Okay, this is harder than it looks. This is thick. Excellent. So very hot oven. Okay, um, I'm backing up because I'm the closest to the so oven. I have it at 400 degrees here, uh -huh. so convection oven. Um, and if you have a still oven at home, always add 25 degrees okay. more. So at home, still oven, 425. Still not convection. Not convection, right. Okay, got it. So um, I don't have a convection oven, so I always crank it up. At home. At home. Okay, got But it. at the restaurant, convection, air circulation going on, um, 400 degrees. So you think convection's really cool. That's cool. Cool. Yes. It's kind of hit or miss, um, depending on what you're doing, um, for like braising things or like cooking coconut flakes, you know, and you, you go in there and shred a coconut, and it like goes all over the place, yes, right? Yes, because I cook all my coconuts. So it's all burned on the, yeah. Um, but for other things like this or braising, it just it, it speeds up the process, um, which is great, right? Yeah. For especially for the industry where you need to send something out. And it's almost, I feel like it's hotter. It's like a hot 400 versus a right. okay 400. So this is going to go in the this oven? This is going to go in the oven for an hour and a half. Okay. Um, and then this is gonna be a long show. No, I'm just you got plenty of time. Tune in next week. Yeah, yeah tune in next uh, ten weeks from now. Push pause and come back. Yeah, yeah that's um, right. So an hour and a half later. Woohoo! Oh. The magic of radio. We are really on podcasting. Show. Magic of podcast. Oh. Julia Child would be happy. I love wow. It. Okay, so when it comes out, it's a little bit so brown. Yeah, so top. it's brown roasted, and see how all the moisture kind of evaporated, right? So yes. everything cooked out. Um, so it's a nice thick. Nice thick, sauce. right? So and um, you can see what you mean about the pan, how see the it kind of baked on the outside. Right, and then I think a little char is okay. Char is just caramelization, right, on some things. Yes. There's, there's a difference between burnt and caramelized. Uh, this for me would be caramelization of the sugars and the tomatoes. Ah, so yeah, yeah, super simple. Oh, that's um, neat. All right. So then we're gonna um, so we're gonna food mill it just to leave it a kind of chunky oh, a little bit. So cool. I'm backing up, and I just twist yeah, just twist. My rule of thumb is go one, two, three, and then back one. Okay, one, so just so we can describe two, this for the listeners, three, the food mill is one. like a hand crank grinder. So oh, that's gonna cool. grind the food. Right, coarsely. It's not you know, where you don't have electricity, this food mill is great for mashed potatoes. You can use a mashed potatoes. We totally um, one of these. You can put cauliflower in there. Um, oh, it smells so if good. you're making like a rustic bread soup, um, it's good for like chunky soups in a sense. What's your favorite thing to make in the food mill? Mashed potatoes. Oh. It kind of aerates the potatoes. Do you put garlic like in your potatoes? I do in the in milk. I could I don't use heavy cream. I use milk, sour cream, a little bit of half and half. A little garlic inside the um and the, the liquid. See, this is my job at Thanksgiving. My job is mashed, mashed potatoes. Yeah. But lately, I came up with a recipe where I've um, taken most of the seeds out of a can of chipotle peppers, oh, yeah. and then I uh, I stir those in to the potatoes. Looks so like I make chipotle mashed sauce. potatoes for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let me tell you, turkey gravy on top of chipotle mashed potatoes, oh, oh, yeah. delicious. That sounds divine. Delicious. So, so yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, a little smokiness. Yeah, if you make too. a fancy recipe for Chipotle mashed potatoes, right. send it to me. Right. <laughs> if it's on the menu next week, I'll just yeah. put oh, your little name go. right in. Yeah, there you go. Say it's Marty's Chipotle Marty's, mashed potatoes. Yeah, exactly. Marty's Music Kitchen. Chipotle yeah. mashed potatoes. Chipotle mashed, there you go. Great. So the reason we puree it uh -huh. uh, first is so it kind of goes through there and it cooks more. Okay. And if you don't have one of these at home, Watch you your... can get a blender. This is the neatest thing ever. I like this thing. I so Meredith, you know what to get Susanna for Christmas. I know. Do you want to scrape? Uh, I will scrape. Where does this beautiful mill go now? Right in here. Uh-oh. I mean, who's the so person stacking that's so all the fortunate to, to wash the mill? My favorite dishwasher in the whole bloody world. Who is that? It's Kyle Smith. Kyle Smith. Kyle Smith. Thank you, Kyle, Thanks, for washing Pat, the dishes. Are you dishes? Kyle Smith? No. No, that's Ian. 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 Ian, what, what do you do, Ian? Are you sous chef? <laughs> oh, he, he said, he, I know you can't hear about it. He said he's waiting for Chef to tell him what to do. So. Ian Coons uh, is my kitchen supervisor. Oh, nice. So oh. We've been, we actually worked at Waverly Country Club together. Oh. Um, so that was where you were before Prior to here. here. Yeah, I was at Waverly Country Club for three and a half years. Oh. And then uh, before that, I opened up Imperial Portland Penny Diner mm. under Vitaly Bailey. Fancy. Fancy. You're yeah. at that, that grill, if you guys ever been, that grill is amazing. Oh, um, wow. Everything. And that restaurant either touches it or there's some smoked onions from that girl that goes in the dressing. This sounds like a good triple date. I like uh, it. We I'm should game. go check it out. Yeah. yeah. And actually, yeah. it's a sister property. So Hotel Lucia is our sister hotel, oh, which nice. is kind of great. So. I see a future interview. Yeah. Good. We yes. can cook in every kitchen in the Providence Hotel. There you go. It's yeah, from trip. Seattle to Palm Springs yeah. to Boston, right? So um, what uh, what's next? Oh, next, um, taste the sauce. Does it need salt? I don't know. Oh. Oh. What? You don't stick your finger in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was hot. She would burn her finger. You saved it from burning your finger. Oh, it's delicious. No okay, salt. I have to taste I it. I like it just the I way I don't it have is. cookie in my mouth anymore, so. Um, a little red wine. Again, this sauce. is, yeah, a little red wine. Yeah. And this mm. is more of a chunkier sauce, right? Some if some people like it smoother. Oh, um, I love it. So what I love about the sauce right now, what I'm tasting, I love the balance in between the sugar and the salt. It's Me like you too. get that. That nice, like, just the right spot. So it's like it's perfect. A hint sweet, a hint savory, and it's delicious. Awesome. Thank and, you so much. And yeah. the mouthfeel. Right. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about it's that. Got it's got some that texture that's just dynamite. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, the little bits of onions that oh. they're running into the food mill. Yeah. That's good stuff. My kids used to love radiatory. Oh, nice. You know, the little bumbly looking pasta? Yeah. And bumbly. then I put out different sauce and they could dip. What's it called? Radiatory? Radiatory. Okay. It's like these round dudes. Yeah, almost like a earlobe. Yeah. Yeah, like or get the almost yeah. kind of similar, okay, right? Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Somehow earlobe and cooking doesn't, I'm just saying. Sounds good to me. All right. All right, so what's up? We're going to start with the chicken now. Uh, now that we have the sauce, well, we kind of did magic and we had the sauce then. So the sauce is ready to go. Okay. You can pre-make the sauce, have it in the refrigerator, save it, have it in the freezer, pull it out the night before. Okay. Um, so sauce is ready. Okay. Chicken. Does this someone want to jump in in the chicken, or do I get the raw really chicken? Someone really did say food? we're going to pound meat, and we're I personally pound just meat. love to pound meat. This is a good way to get aggression out if you're having oh, wait, a long day. Standard bellless chicken breast, roughly seven ounces. I like trimming some of the fat off. Now, the trick is the butterflying is that you want to go oh, half, and then not all the way through. Okay, I love that he's got he's got his palm like flat on the top of the chicken So, breast. yeah, hands are flat, oh, boy. and then my hands are not where the knife is at, right? And then all you're doing yeah. is opening it up. And oh, you have, have got knife skills, dude. Thanks. Yeah, like really. <laughs> I mean, 
That was poetry right there. That was. If it you was like, I can butterfly for you. You guys can butterfly as well. You butterfly. You butterfly. Okay. Um, <laughs> you butterfly. And if you're having trouble butterflying, call you. Just call me. Yeah. <laughs> Email me. Okay. Chef, while you're butterflying this, you said um, you had that you listen to music. What's your music? I like? do. Um, it's funny. I was growing up being raised in Apple Country, of course. There's always a country station. Fell in love with country probably back in like 2000. Just kind of hit it in, you know. It was getting in my friend's car and country music was playing. A lot of oldies growing up. My mother being from Baja, actually, two of my cousins, two of my uncles are DJs down in Baja, California. So a lot of like cumbias, dance music, uh, you know. So mom cranks, you know, some old Mexican music and we're dancing and cleaning. Um, so music was always a part of my. That's the secret, dancing and cleaning. Then yes. you don't know you're cleaning. Yeah, yes. exactly. And you know, sometimes my partner gets upset. She's like, you're having too much fun cleaning. Because I have my headphones on, I'm like, you know, <laughs> dancing to like vacuuming, you know, it makes it a little bit fun. We just went uh, to Nashville, we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame, um, great place to go. But yeah, always listening to old school, um, I love hip hop, kind of going away from rap, I still love rap, but as I get older, rap kind of goes away. Old rock and roll, 60s, 70s, just a little bit about everything. I'm also really eclectic, I mean, I sing jazz, uh, but I mean, I listen to a lot of different genres, you know, where we, I think a lot of us were classically trained to begin with, um, us vocalists, you know, and then, uh, you know, listening to the radio was kind of a different thing for me, and so I listen to mostly alternative music right, um, right now, uh, but I also equally listen to, you know, KMHD, the local jazz radio station, and all classical, and uh, I listen to a lot of pop. It really so, depends on the mood, I think. It just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and if feeling. I want to dance in the kitchen. Yeah, you can yeah. listen to whatever you need, or you can just sing. Yeah. Lately, I've been on a total yeah. vigil. You guys could just sing. Oh, you guys could just sing. Do, you, do oh. you, you sing about food in the show? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think we have any food numbers. So, so if you, yeah. if, uh, as you're slicing you two, tell yeah. me more. Like, what kind of music's on this show? So our May 10th concert is called Summer On the Town, Bones. and it's um, the suburbs of the Hotel Deluxe is show is going to have a, a different program. Okay. And um, this one is about um, the, it, it contains music from the golden age of the Hollywood musical. Wow. So it'll be musicals that were movies. And we're, we're singing um, Fred Astaire, Ginger you know, Rogers, Judy Garland, Bob Hope, um, right. uh, Judy Garland, Irving Berlin, Cole Porter, just all great classics. Movie classics from, from, from movies. And so much fun. Three special guests joining us um, uh, from, that are part of the Portland Davis Chorus. Rob McElroy, Michael McDonald, Rick Yarmanders, and our musical director is Darcy Danielson. <laughs> yeah, so we have a great team. And yes. Hotel Deluxe just purchased um, a brand new grand piano, and this will be the first concert that's going to be um, using that grand piano. We're inaugurating it. We're inaugurating oh. the grand piano. Wow, what an honor. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a very, very classy night. And now yeah. you're getting to know Chef pretty well, so he can, you know, give you some cookies. He's bringing our wine. Yeah, and he'll be wow. Well, this sounds super fun, and I, I want to hear more about it, but I think Chef's ready for something, too. Yeah. To, to remember, too, about the concert is that it's dinner. Uh, dinner, dinner and a exactly. show. So that's, you know, Chef makes these wonderful meals, and each concert we've done, has had an and it's incredible a, it, piece. So wait, you make a special meal we for the We do, just for, so yeah, so the traditional first one we did was New Year's Eve. Right. Which was awesome. It was amazing. Um, 
we, yeah. Do you to, oh, wait, do you eat before you sign? No, no. we had to eat after. Yeah, I can't, I, could, I would never be able to do that. I'm yeah. always like, can you put it in a to-go container? <laughs> so, we so, spent the night because Hotel Deluxe is a great place to spend the night. So we ate and then we went to bed right here. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. Don't have to walk far. So tell, tell us about that menu. Um, this menu coming up, um, we have a, sh a show May, right? Strawberries are coming in. So we're doing the traditional strawberry, goat cheese, pecans. Um, mm -hmm. Salad with the balsamic vinaigrette, mm -hmm. and then one of my favorites. We have to keep it more supper club feel. I'm doing a shrimp cocktail with nice, so poached prawns, cocktail sauce, and a little bit of iceberg lettuce just to give it some crunch. So I love cocktail sauce. I don't know. It's oh. just something about it, like <laughs> so especially that extra horseradish. Just, and he's like, yeah, kind of clears your sinuses, right? Oh, and then for the entree, I'm going to do a lightly braised off a petroli sole where I roll it up in some sweet herbs. And then uh, we kind of cook it off with white wine, shallots, butter, and then a little bit of seasonal vegetables. And then, like, okay. Is anybody sauce. else getting hungry? So wonderful. <laughs> and then we're going to do a pork chop with um, whole grain mustard spatzel, a little oh. bit of uh, mustard greens, granny smith apples, hazelnuts, and a sauce robert, which is basically a veal demi, but a pork demi that I reduced pork stock down. Uh -huh. Add a little bit of mustard, and then we made uh, creme fresh for it. So then we're going to finish it with a little creme fresh. So. You're delegating the meat. Pounding. I'm going to do a strawberry rhubarb um, compote on the bottom and a uh, coconut cashew cream. Oh. And then we're going to do a uh, Pinot Noir ganache torte, chocolate torte. Oh. So it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, so you had me at chocolate. Right. So, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, really excited. It's um, the cool thing about the, the cashew cream that it's vegan, gluten free, dairy free. And then you have this rich chocolate. So, both spectrums. And May 10th is Mexican Mother's Day, if you guys didn't know. No! Yeah, it's always on May 10th. I'm so glad you so, told uh, us. Everybody has to come out and bring their wives for Mexican Mother's Day. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Maybe some kind of Latin song in the next meeting. Actually, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because yeah. we had forgot. I mean, we've been talking about that and it just slipped my mind, really. That it's Mother's Day weekend, but yes. specifically that it's Mexican. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Cool. They'll definitely sing something. Like All right, so oh, in the meantime, awesome. you, you filleted these. These are filleted, and then if you can't do it, just cut the chicken in half and make it smaller. Okay. And, and then, then um, yeah, so I laid some plastic wrap over it. Um, okay. So it doesn't go all over the place. All right. The trick about making these, you want to go as thin as possible without breaking the chicken. So uh, all right, did you hear one. that, Modus, with yeah. the mallet? So, and oh. you're not pushing down. In a sense, you're pushing out back. So oh. I'm kind of stretching the chicken. Oh, you're like oh. pulling it towards you or right. away so from I'm you. Kind of yeah, steaming. Oh, you're literally taking the. What do you call this? You take the mallet. Ding, ding, ding with the meat. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this is going to be a little bit wet. Yeah. Um, sometimes, if it's going too rough, you can go. There's two sides on the mallet. There's yep. the rigid edge and then the flat end. So okay. I'll just turn it over. And then there. how flat is this have to be? You're, really You're looking so like a quarter inch. <laughs> so you see how it went from 
maybe a three inch diameter to maybe a five, six inch diameter. If you don't have a mallet at home, you can also use the back of a like saute pan. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You mean I can't hit my guy with that? I have no. to use the mallet? Oh, <laughs> another use Yeah, and same concept. You're going to um, hit back, so. I'm standing back. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you do not mess with chef in the kitchen. Yeah, Meredith, do you want to try one? Pound that meat. I do. I'm going to try. I have wine in one hand and the mallet in the other. <laughs> It's like bochi ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're being too gentle. Oh. I don't want to. I don't know what I don't want to do. But you I don't, don't want to hurt the chicken. chicken. I don't hurt the chicken. <laughs> and it's so nice too because it makes it so much easier to cook. Right. Now you know you can do this the same thing for veal cutlets. Yeah. You know, okay. Um, pork. Uh, I've never done it with pork. It's good with pork yeah. too. Pork, yeah. Thinly sliced pork, oh, and then cool. also. Uh, you know, if you're doing a tuna carpaccio, you can do this with tuna. A tuna what? Tuna loin, like tuna oh. carpaccio. Carpaccio. Carpaccio, yeah. So I need all these, you know, chef terms. That's why I buy the Food Lovers Companion, so I sound smarter than <laughs> oh. um, But it's just a good way to uh, pound it, cook faster, right? Uh, right. Especially if you're in a hurry at home, you're like, oh my God, I don't have time to cook dinner. So, so let me ask, could you <laughs> could you <laughs> potentially, you know, slice this and do this the night before? Or the oh, absolutely. Before, you can pound and these, store it like a plastic or something? And you can bread it the night before You as can well. pound meat all day. <laughs> you can bread it? Wait a minute. You can bread it the night you, before? You can bread it. I wouldn't go more than two days, but if you're having it, you have some time on your hands. If you're having a supper club party, supper you could party. make it ahead of time, two days. Right, yeah. right, you can make it two days, and you're gonna end up cooking it and browning it, so it's gonna cook anyway. So, all right. so now that we have the chicken all pounded up, we're gonna make a breading station. So, uh, eggs, panko, and flour. On the panko, I toss a little herbs in the Provence. Oh. Um, so this is without lavender. Um, so it's thyme, marjoram, rosemary, mm. and savory. Because some herb mm. has lavender in it. Yeah, right? I think this one's done some lavender. Oh, yeah. it, it so, says no lavender on it. So you don't <laughs> want to have the lavender. It so depends. Am I dumping if you this want, in? You could. I'll dump it all in. Yeah. All right. Well done. Well done. Yeah, and then crack some eggs in it. Does anybody want to crack an egg? Crack them. Just be careful with the shells. I had to learn how to crack an egg with one hand for a piece I did with the Northwest Dance Project. <laughs> Really? They wanted, wanted they that. wanted me to do it with one hand. There you go. Can I show ah. you a little? Show me, chef. Show me. So sharp edge. Yes. So look for your sharp edges. See, that was my problem. Yeah, right? you were using kind of a rounded edge. Okay. And then almost like you're going to throw a football, or not football, excuse me, a baseball. Mm -hmm. So one hand on top, kind of like fastball. And then just, the, you kind of made a uh. single crack. And then now you're doing the same thing that you're doing. And you're just separating them. If one you can so want to see what he just did, it was really cool. <laughs> he All right. All right. So then we're going to stir this up. Go ahead and stir the eggs. Stir the eggs. And the cool thing about um, an egg wash, I usually toss a little bit of water in there. Mm -hmm. Why water and not milk? You can, Ooh, if you use milk, you can use whatever you want. Okay. Wine. Milk is great. You can wine. <laughs> wine. You just make a tiny little egg wash. What people tend to forget to do is season their breading, right? Yes. So, or season their pasta water. Um, it's just. What do you mean? What? How do you season pasta water? What what is pasta? Add, salt, add salt to your water. Oh, um, yes. Don't you guys don't add boiling. salt to your pasta? I just thought it was for boiling temperature. It's actually. It, it, it makes it faster, but when so now you're uh, you're actually cooking with some kind of flavor, right? Your pasta is bland, and then so you add salt will make it taste like the ocean, right? How much salt? Mm. 
until it tastes like the ocean. Really? So, so it's a lot of salt. A lot so of salt. Yeah. So you know, maybe I would want to say a cup to a gallon, maybe. A, a cup salt of salt? A of salt? Seriously, like that much? Yeah, this is hot water. Ah, I want to taste some salty ocean water. Oh my gosh, that is really, really I've never, yeah. I mean, I've always really added salty. salt to my it's pasta water to add the flavor, right. but I have never added yeah, that, that much, much salt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like the, it kind of limits, because you're having, all, everything's already seasoned, right. so you're not having to add more salt of it in. Also do this when you're uh, cooking vegetables, you know, blanching cauliflower, right. same thing, kind of keeps color as well. Okay. Um, so we got that going, and then we're going to be doing our ready. So, so we're going to salt pepper everything. Wow, you're just like pounding the salt in. This is great. Like, this is the shoot true. You've got like the chef arm going, you're throwing oh, it in. Yeah. Of, Even the way he's adding salt oh, pepper has so a flair. Pretty. It's beautiful. It's like yes. a little, little, little dance, right? Yeah. Um, so here we can mix these guys up. And again, it doesn't have to be herb de Provence. I don't like marjoram or I don't like this. Just something to give it. You can toss some more Parmesan cheese in here or more oregano. I'm just giving it a little hump. Okay. Um, as we're waiting for the chicken to kind of get going, we'll kind of over here have a nice saute pan with a little bit of canola oil. That's not a nice saute pan. That's a huge That's saute pan. pan. So jealous. And a very nice one. But Almost it's huge. looks like the size of a steering wheel. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're looking for nice medium heat, uh, nothing too hot. So you want to cook the chicken. Basically, we're pan frying. Let's call it medium low, right? Perfect. Great. Yay. Juicy, Meredith, awesome. while you're um, salting the chicken, tell me, I know you don't want to be defined by Elphaba. I know you don't want to be defined by that forever, but um, every once in a while, I have this alter ego, um, Hagatha, that I do for Halloween. And I want to know, like, did the green makeup, was that hard for you to do, like, for 150 shows? Yes. Well, the good news about how I performed Wicked, as far as the, the green makeup is concerned, is I didn't do eight shows a week. I rarely performed eight shows a week. I would do one or two a week. Uh -huh. So um, I would always have some time to get the green makeup off. Um, but uh, it would often, I would find it in my pores or around my ears or on my hairline. Oh my gosh. Did you? It's been 10 years since I've done it. But, and my little blonde hairs would get dyed green. <laughs> so for three years while I was touring with that show, I had this kind of light hue of green at all times and your fingernails are painted green so oh. um so there was always a greenness about me green. during that if you met me between 2007 and 2010. <laughs> yeah exactly right Patrick, so. yeah exactly <laughs> I, was, I was ahead of the game yeah. well and now you're doing you do i mean i've heard you um sing uh, i've seen you on quite a few shows and uh -huh. I, you're an amazing actress oh thanks and your voice is just Stunning, and I, I love that you're doing this Joni Mitchell tribute now. Yeah. Um, and did you just put out a CD? Um, I let's see. In the fall, I recorded um, a show I've done called Winter Song. Uh -huh. So I did Winter Song, which is a, a, a CD about um, a collection of songs about winter time. And then the year before that, I recorded my live concert version of Blue, the Joni Mitchell tribute concert that you were just speaking about. Right. Which I you are truly multi-talented. Blue is one of the most beautiful shows because Meredith plays multiple instruments. Yeah. She built. I know. Did you some know that she can play pretty much anything with strings, including yes. the cello? Yes. That's awesome. I mean, this woman. The minute I met her, we played mother and daughter a couple of times, and I just am in such awe of her talent and kindness and generosity and. 
humanity. I just, Aww, you know, it's just so much fun so when sweet. you work yeah. together. Meredith's and, like, stop, stop, I can't oh, handle it. We just love, I don't know. So let's see, let's see, now that we've complimented her, how well she can uh, do this chicken assembly line. Yes. Yes. All right. Awesome. So I always like to say one wet hand, one dry hand, right? Okay. So, one wet hand, good one to know. dry good hand. Good tip. So then we have a dry <laughs> hand. So you're going to just cover it with flour first. The flour is going to help. Is that the, the dry egg. hand? This is your dry hand. Got it. Okay. So you're going to just oh my gosh. lightly dredge them. Okay. okay. Then what? And then you're going to go from dry to wet. So now we're going to go into the egg wash. Yeah, kind of shake it off. I have just I, chicken. I like to shake it. Shake it off. Shake it. 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 I know. Right. That's my. Do you want me to put a W on this hand? I know. No, this is dry. Oh, dang it! Isn't it See, funny? Well, you can wear gloves, yeah, right? And this the... is gonna be my dry yeah. hand in here. Susanna, when I do this at home, I have that same I problem. Your fingers there. get all crusty, and then you like rinse, and you start all over again. When they get nice and crusty, add some more flour to your hands, and kind of use it as like clay, and it ah. kind of comes right off. And then it makes a face. Yeah, just we can put them. Full of tips. Yeah. Um, oh, dang! That looks really pretty. That came out really Meredith? nicely. You're living up to your reputation. I'm so excited. You can play everything with strings. Dang, that looks great. And you can dredge some chicken. Yeah, dredge chicken. That's okay. You can just pack it on there, kind of make sure it gets nice. Do you shake the egg off too? Yeah, you want to incorporate it very well. It should be like an egg wash. You can beat it or put it in a. So you want to make sure they're fully beaten. So shake. No, I meant do you shake off the powder? Yeah. The flour. You want to shake off the egg. Any excess egg, yeah. Okay. You don't want drooping an egg. I just I know there's a joke in there, but I don't know where. <laughs> so Susanna, while she's writing up this thing, yes. Okay, you have, I mean, literally been in everything, and you and I, I used to be in musicals like 20 years ago. But um, you know, I've been in we've uh, I've been in Evita. I was another suitcase and another stair. Right. And I oh. know you've been Evita. Yes. And I was also in Showboat. So I mean I was some minor role. You were probably like, you know, ultra famous. No, and, I was um, I mean no, I mean I'm a working actress. So basically I get a job and I do it, you know? It, and I feel like um, I've had a a lot of good fortune in playing some really awesome roles, but I've got to say some of my most fun experiences have also been playing a smaller role in a larger piece where I just really enjoy collaboration and I, I enjoy the process of making work. It's, it's super fun that you're an IMDb. Yes. Um, right. Yeah, it's super fun that you're there and I got to watch some of your TV clips. Yes, well, um, I mean, I worked as a kid actor when I was, I started working as, when I was 10. What, really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay, what was your first musical? Oh my goodness, my first musical I was in? Yeah. Um, well, it was an educational musical, of, and it was, and I had to sing De Colores. Of What's all that? Things. It's, it's that? It's a song, De Colores. Do you know that one, Chef? De Colores? You know De Colores. De Colores, yeah. De Colores. I'm a singer. <laughs> so I had to sing My daughter that. knows it too. She sings it. Yeah. And I had to wear a leotard that was all that was one her color, first a unitard. Song. Yeah, Colors of the Rainbow. Colors of the Rainbow. Yeah. Wow. Translation. It's long enough, that. I don't even remember. So you just have this rich career. Um, I know you've done some collaborations in Seattle and all mm -hmm. over the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. You sound with the Oregon Symphony. And let me just say, your voice is also just stunning. I Thank love you. it. The rich. Just, just a rich, beautiful tone that you've Thank got, and you. I, I personally can't wait to hear you two together. We do you do duets? Oh yeah. yes. In fact, we have to do this great duet 
from uh, Judy Garland and Barbara Streisand. Oh, the sing parade. a little, sing a little. Love, love, hooray for love. Who is ever too blase for love? Make this a night for love. If we have to fight, let's fight for love. As we dredge the chicken. No. <laughs> Oh, guys, that sounds so good. Yeah. We, we just really have fun <laughs> being together, um, making music. Mutual admiration. It, it really is. Yeah, it was, I know. I'm just, I'm going to do the same thing with your you. sleeve over here. My and just a reminder, when you're playing with chicken, okay, make well, sure you scrub the area when you're done. You yes. Know. Um, do you use, when you scrub off your chicken board, do you use a little bit of bleach? Soapy water and a little bit of bleach. Yeah. Like a teaspoon? Like the teaspoon cap full for a gallon, though. You know, it's funny. So per gallon, remember that, just just a little teaspoon bit. You know, and gallon. it's so funny. Teaspoon per gallon. Because yeah. when I first did that and I added it to a little, I, I added a bunch and someone said, oh my God, how much bleach are you adding? I didn't have the concept, but just a little tiny bit of that goes, goes a long, long, goes a long way. way. How did you guys come up with this whole supper club idea? Well, fascinatingly, um, I'm a resident artist at Artist Repertory Theater across the street. Woohoo! Someone called over there and said, I think it was Tim actually. Tim Block. Was, this Tim has Block been his, his kind dream. of dream, vision yeah. of doing this here. Yeah. And he kind of just ran with it. Wait, he who called, is Tim? Tim Block is the general manager of the hotel. He's just a gem. He's a wonderful person. And he called over to Artist Rep and said, hey, can I get in touch with Susanna Mars about uh, something, an idea I have? And so we had a date and I just thought he was an amazing person and I loved the idea and uh, I thought you know this is something I think this is a big thing that they want to begin here and I called Meredith and said hey I think there's something neat we can do together that we'd really have fun developing music and then you know if one of us has a show then the other one could host or vice versa or we could do things together and it's just been absolutely wonderful the support from the hotel is out of this world you know it's so much fun to watch you guys in the lobby earlier before the show you oh. like chit chatting like you're the best friends ever and i love that we but, are great friends i mean yeah. i i just adore her and i know i could probably say pretty easily Aww. i know she feels the same we just love each other Aww. and um in fact uh i had had a really fun experience working at the opera with uh, christine richardson who's uh -huh. their costume director and then Christine agreed to design our costumes for this next show as well. So, you know, we have this incredible chef. We have this beautiful venue with incredible support from Hotel Deluxe. Christine Richardson designing costumes. Uh-huh. Uh, this incredible Wait, you guys even costume up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they it's, look, it's a supper club. They look good. Yeah. Chef is here yeah. to say. Yeah. 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 Great. The staff is great. Everybody's attentive. Oh, the staff Small is tables. fabulous. Yeah. It's not too big, but it's not too small. It feels full. Um, just a great event, you know. Yeah. They, they, when they get in there, they, they're, they're vocal. You can definitely hear it back here. Oh. They, you know, they hit some good notes. What they're saying. <laughs> We're gonna cook some pasta off. We got boiling water with salt in, of course. How much pasta to cook? Usually an inch per person, right? So oh yeah, uh -huh, around, right. Yes. So yes. So uh, that's kind that. of uh, they sell these little gimmicks, and they actually um, that slotted spoon that's for pasta spoon, right? Uh -huh. That hole is actually one portion size and i found that out probably a year of raw of yeah. like dry oh, dry noodles. Raw. Right, raw. Raw. Pasta. so anyways around an inch per person um we're gonna do a little handful and then cooking directions usually on the box if you're using box pasta um spaghetti usually around 9 11 minutes al dente al dente right 
Hey, um, Chef, did you know that Susanna's written a musical called Mars on Life? Well, yeah. it's I haven't really written a musical. I have to correct. I really made a show about my experience in the holidays using music that was already written. Ah. So, you know, I mean, I don't want to take credit for any of Irving Berlin songs. Yeah, well, they you know. They were pretty yes. good. <laughs> yes, I am Irving and Berlin. Okay, so we've got this beautiful so, steering wheel-sized pan full of oil. <laughs> full of oil. <laughs> so, beautiful. Beautiful. Are you chicken. driving the chicken to dinner? Yeah, we are driving the chicken. So we're gonna put you are on. driving the chicken. I saw that. I know. Um, I'm standing back, way back here. So see the little bubbles on the side? Very funny. You don't want to overcrowd your chicken, right? Um, no, chicken does not want to be crowded. No. Just like your mushrooms, you know, you like you want to get some good color on it. And how do you know? How come the heat is so perfect? Because you're a professional. Never mind. Well, it's like so perfect. <laughs> like if I put it in, it would like spatter, and it would maybe burn my arm off. Always start off with a little like piece, a small piece, right? And making sure you're okay. Um, you don't want to. Um, I think it's a little too. Um, oh. They're gonna cook on you really quickly, but you're just trying to get nice. You're gonna bake this in the oven again, so you're just trying to get a nice golden color, lightly golden. Um, you can check it with a little piece, or you can do the whole trick like my mom used to do, and put a little splash of uh, water in there and see it bubble, right? So is this olive oil that you're? Uh, this is canola oil. Canola oil. Yeah. And, and uh, what is what happens when your oil gets too hot and it's smoking? Do you turn it down Ten, and wait? I do turn it down. So then sometimes if it's too smoky, you're going to make your oil bitter. So I usually just start all over again, which uh. is a bummer for the oil, but. Uh, um, you can reuse oil and yes again can. you can reuse biggest, oil you can you know oh. if you want to fry it later like our frying oil um you can put it through a colander get all the bad stuff off and then usually all the dirty stuff will stay in the pan and if you can save yeah. it for like your frying oil like if you have a turkey fryer for example um if you're usually doing a turkey fry you're probably going to use it once but if you're just frying chicken wings or something like chips you can kind of reuse your oil Wow, that didn't take long at all. No, it doesn't. And then the thing is, you don't want to get it too golden. Oh, it smells you know, so good. You want to continue cooking the And it's so thin, it probably it's just cooks so a thin. second. That Gordon. smells so delicious. So, hey guys, Meredith is doing a great job sous chefing. Sous chefing. Is that what I say? Chef? Sous chefing? Yeah. Sous chefing is, is that just, like, yes. Yeah, okay. So just it's, it's now a verb. Now a verb. Um, um, and we've got most of the chicken cooked up, the pasta's... A minute away. A minute away. Um, and, and you can you see just, how... You just like, Meredith, I'm so impressed, you just step right in. She does, that's how she is. That's why she's such an awesome collaborator. Yeah. She sees where, when a uh, void becomes... Open. When, when, a, when a gap opens. She's, she minds the gap. In every, in every possible way. Yeah, I like Brandon. That looks so dang good. So the chicken is now really crispy. It's golden brown. Um, and Meredith has been calmly flipping it. Uh, she's not afraid of the grease, I would be. Not the pasta is done. From Missouri. Um, and draining. And um, I think we're close to dishing up. Now our chicken is ready to go in the oven. So we made this beautiful marinara sauce at the beginning of the show. We made a beautiful marinara sauce. It, it is. It's beautiful. There it is. So now the chicken's going to go on a sheet right now that it's been draining. So let's cover it up. Let's you can lay it. Let's cover it up. Do it. So you're going to take some of this lovely marinara that you made. And if you're gonna you want to. Right on top. Oh. Right on top. Oh. And then take the back of the ladle oh. and kind of rub it like, there you go. Beautiful. <laughs> Rockstar in the kitchen. You two are like going at it. I love Seriously. it. Seriously. You can do a little sauce, a lot of sauce. Really depends on what you want to do with it. I like it sauce. You're so, so wide.
I knew there was a reason I liked it. I want to put my finger in it, but I know you're not allowed in the kitchen. That's too professional. In this case, we will let you. You will? You can do whatever you like. Oh, that man, that's good. And then the trick of the thing is to get all the way to the edges so you don't... So it, uh... The edges of the chicken? Edges of the chicken or anything you're trying to cover that's going in the oven because what happens is the parts that are not covered tend to get burnt. Uh, and different band, we're gonna cook the noodles. It depends if you want your noodles wet or dry. I want to put a little bit of this great sauce that we made. Oh, I love that. That's right because if you cook them, you put the noodle in the pan and then stir it around. I just yeah. read that somewhere. So you, you let it finish basically cooking in the pan with the sauce. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, that's really so cool. then there's some mozzarella cheese behind it, and you're gonna sprinkle the cheese on it. On the chicken? Yeah. If we need more cheese, I got plenty of cheese. So is there a is there such a thing as too much cheese? No, Should there's I? not actually. Yeah. Chef, do you like going around and tasting various cheeses from around the world? We, I do actually. Well, Carvisa, actually, Peterson, excuse me, has a cheese truck. So they, when they want to make me buy new cheeses, they're like, we're going to bring the van or truck out to you. So you walk into this like U-Haul that's refrigerated, and they have like just rows and rows of cheese. Do you need help with that? Yeah, because we're available. Only if you have your wine glass. That sounds amazing. So now the chicken's going to go in the oven. Um, and we're going to melt the Parmesan cheese. Um, the chicken, the temp again, 400 degrees. Okay, great. Um, now, uh, we cooked the chicken pretty much three quarters of the way. Um, what happens is called carryover cooking. So the chicken's continually cooking. Right? Did you say karaoke? Oh, no, you're 
right, follow me. Um, lamb chops are amazing. Okay. Um, the salmon oh, is cool. amazing. Okay, the salmon's amazing. Very Got hot, it. everyone. Uh -oh. Holy moly, holy cow. All right, boss is done. We can turn it off. Sweet. Thank you for your recommendations. Um, I'm very much going to enjoy dining here later, and I know we're about to plate up, right? We are. Um, if you wouldn't mind grabbing the basil that's over there by a couple, maybe the last couple of wine that we have. All right, yeah, let's load up here. I'll bring this over here for you. And right on top, here's the chicken. Right on top. As we're dishing up, um, we're putting the chicken parmesan. Is it parmesan or parmesan? I say parmesan. I guess parmesan. I really parmesan. It's like this beautiful, it looks like, like a pizza back. on top. I'm putting it right on top of the pasta that we've tossed with the sauce. And uh, right. it looks so good. Maybe now, shake, shake, shake with the grater. There you go. It's raining cheese. Hallelujah. It's raining cheese. <laughs> Beautiful. And then basil likes to turn on you so quickly. Uh, we use a knife or a dull knife. So hand torn basil. Just kind of let it sprinkle on top. Wow. This is starting to look really good. Well, thank you so much for coming into this kitchen and helping me make this. Thank you. Yeah, you know, really this, fun. this has been an amazing thing, and we're about to dig in and just try this. Meredith, um, I see you've got a mouthful, though. Tell me about it. This is the best chicken parmesan I've ever had. Oh, wow. Mm. This is so good. Oh, you know what? You know, remember how we were saying earlier about the sauce and having that balanced mm -hmm. salty sweetness? Along with the fried crispiness of the chicken. Mm. It's just perfectly crispy, perfectly done. Mm. And uh, wow, it just, it just, the flavors. I am I, like in I'm love. I'm almost speechless. It's Thank so you good. so much. Um, you can do this with eggplant or zucchini um, as well if you Ooh. want to avoid chicken. Wait a minute, so you, you bread the zucchini? Yeah, bread the zucchini. And put it on top of the pasta? You can do the same thing. Just substitute zucchini or eggplant for the chicken. Can you, do you still fry it? I would still fry it. Can you still oven bake it out? Oven bake it, yeah. All right, good to know. Well, hey, uh, ladies, I am so looking forward to your show on May 10th here at the Hotel Deluxe in Portland. Mm -hmm. And you can buy tickets again online. I know we did that at the top of the show. Hoteldeluxe.com signature events. Okay. And there'll be a telephone number that you can call to reserve your seats. Uh -huh. Because they, since they're making the meals special, the course is special, they sell the tickets ahead of time so they can how many wonderful meals they're preparing. That's yeah. a good point too because tickets close the day prior to the event. So you can you have to make sure you buy your tickets in advance. And the event is really tailored to specific individuals. And Chef, you've just been absolutely amazing. I mean so amazing and thank you so much for inviting us into the kitchen. Well, thank you for coming. This is amazing. I love the musical here oh. that we had and glasses of the wine that we enjoyed. I feel like we're yeah. in the inner sanctum. We are, we're all one. Thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Marty. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Marty. Thanks, Chef. Thank you. Now he's called an action hero. He's got. I'm your host, jazz singer Marty Mendenhall, sending out a special thank you to a few of the patrons of this show Brenda Quint Gable, Debbie Espinar, Jerry Haskins, and Angela O'Neill. Thank you. Become a patron of the podcast and get your special thank you on the air. Find out more about the $1 and $5 perks by joining the fun at patreon.com forward slash Marty Mendenhall. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen. Enough to play.